Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneurial Journey podcast brought to you by Tricress. We are on a mission to make it happen for every ambitious SME on the planet and we're doing that by delivering you fantastic tried and tested business coaching and consulting through our app called Fuel My Business. We're also doing that through a network of talented and highly experienced Tricrest partners who are on the ground business coaches and consultants. But for today, you're going to hear from real life entrepreneurs and business owners who are on all kinds of journeys, the beginning, the middle and the end. We want you to learn from this and know that you are not alone. Enjoy. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Journey podcast. Today I have Gary Giles with me. He is the founder of Ogle and he is uh, the winner of the Great British Entrepreneur Awards Disrupt category for the North East. Hello Gary, how are you? Hello Rebecca, yes, all good on this uh, rather gloomy day, but yes, all good. Yeah, it's flipping freezing where we are in Edinburgh today. <laughs> anyway, uh, right. Ogle, you're a disruptor. What are you disrupting, Gary? What are we disrupt? Well, we're disrupting, I would sort of say, the way we build. That's the best way to describe it. We've um, invented a new way of, we call it a rapid construction system. What it actually means is, is that we use waste plastic to make walls and floors and roofs. Um, so basically, it's a new way of building walls that... Um, is much faster than uh, current methodology, requires very few tools, and it's designed so that a child could use it. Wow, that sounds cool. Right, that sounds amazing. I watched the video on your website, and sure enough, it looks like you're putting pieces of Lego together. Yeah, that's right, which is, of course, where the name comes from, which is Ogil, which is Lego backwards. Brilliant. Um, Perfect. But, so, yeah, that, so Lego was the inspiration, ironically, um, everybody says it's like Lego, it's like Lego blocks. The, the irony of the situation is we, we never make a block shape. We uh-huh. of, um, the one thing we never make is a block shape. So, uh, it's because if you think about it logically, so when you when you build, you have blocks and you join blocks sideways on to build a course. Like then use the course builds a wall, wall builds an enclosure, enclosure builds a room, sort of thing, you know. Uh-huh. So what we do is we actually build a course and then we sort of put pieces in and uh, yeah, it's we sort of do away with, with the block shape. Right, okay. okay. Yeah, because the, watching the video was really interesting. It, it kind of, it, it looked as though you built it very quickly. Which we did, yes. Yeah. yeah, and it also looked as though you didn't need to be a trained construction person Correct. in order to build it, is that right? Correct, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm actually by trade an accountant. No so way. I am an accountant, yeah, so nothing to do with, well, I, I come from a family of builders, that's a, bit un, a little bit unfair, but right. uh, sort of, my sort of sole sort of building expertise really is perhaps putting up a stud wall. That's that's the the limits of my my building experience. Wow! So how on earth did you come up with this idea? Uh, it's a bit of it's a little bit of a long story, but I'll try and condense it for you. 
Um, I was working for a company um, about 30, 40 miles away from where we are now. And the company make, make paints and renders. And uh, the gentleman who, who ran the company, a gentleman called, called John, John Chalmers, um, just bought this brand new machine to, to, to bag up renders in, into bags. Um, and he, in a passing comment one day, he said, well, if, if all else fails, fails and nobody buys our renders, we can always make sandbags. So, so, so we're thinking, okay, well, you can make sandbags. So, you know, it got me sort of thinking, sort of why don't we build sandbags out of like plastic, plastic packing cases, that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. I could never sort of figure out why we never did this. And this started the journey to, to sort of try and find a way to invent, to invent a, a fast building flood defense system. Uh, so that started the journey, sort of basically sort of wanting to find a way to build a flood defense. Uh, and in that journey, sort of, we involved a company in, North, in Newcastle called E3 Design, who are industrial designers. And they came back with a number of concepts of um, flood defense ideas. And one of the ideas was effectively an L shape. An L shape, sort of, so you have an L, L that, that, that went one way, and then it's it sort of a second L turns upside down Clipped right. into it to make um, effectively a, a block type shape with with, with open ends, um, which was great. You know, it was quite a good idea. Uh, and then we thought, oh yeah, so we'll, we'll try and work this a little bit further. And then I got a, bit, a little bit of inspiration one day um, about you know, sort of okay, you might have say two L shapes together, but then how do you join it side by side to the next piece? Because if you think, if you think about in, in Lego terms, if you've got two pieces of Lego. You can't join them together sideways unless you have something above it and something below it. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, so what we do is we have our L shapes and because we're able to sort of cut the pieces to whatever length we want, when we turn one L shape into the second L shape to make the, the block type shape, we overlap the joints. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with so, you. So what we actually have is we actually don't have any joints. We only ever have overlaps. We only ever have, have half joints. Uh. Oh, right. Okay. So most people, if somebody makes a throwaway comment that they hear and they get an idea and think, oh, wouldn't it be good to build a flood defense? Kind of the idea ends there and you might talk about it a little bit with friends and family, but nothing really happens. So what, what was the impetus for you to keep going with this idea? Yeah, I've got to be honest with you. So that's the thing. It's, it's, uh, it's the wanting to do something, wanting to go forward with it. Um, I mean, so being, a, being an accountant, everybody assumes that you're quite, quite doer and quite, I mean, which is my, which is my trade since being an accountant. Uh, you're quite doer and you're quite um, sort of f follow the rules and everything else, yeah. you know. Um, but sometimes you, you have just have an idea and, you, and you've just got to go with it. And I always sort of say this, this is the third idea in my life. And this is the one that, that I'm going to sort of do effectively, you know. Right. Um, when the interest came out in 1990, sort of when I first became really aware of it in 1992, 93, I always, I always said, and took conversations in the pub that, that you always have, I said, I'll tell you what this would be fantastic for. And everybody's like, what? I said, online bingo. Right. I said, online bingo. This was, and everybody laughed at me. Okay. Right. And then, Obviously, a few years later, once the second version of the, uh, the World Wide Web came in, version two, which is about 1998, 1999, um, Internet Bingo followed about three or four years later. 
And I went, I had that idea first. But, well, having the idea doesn't mean anything at all, unless you have the, the wherewithal or the, the drive to try and do something with it, you know. Uh, so that was my first idea. Okay. And that, did, that didn't happen. Uh, because, not because it wasn't a good idea, because obviously it's been proven to be a good idea. Very good idea. So, yeah. and, and, and people have made lots of money out of it. Loads. Um, so, so the second idea sort of still works. It was back in the days of when you had... Um, mobile phones, but you didn't have um, smartphones, okay? And my idea was, well, you know, what happens if you're in a strange town and you want a taxi or you want a pizza or you want an Indian takeaway or you want something, okay? Well, why not just have, have, a, have a sort of, what they still had was, was text, text messaging. So you had, so I said, well, if you, if you text want a pizza yeah. or want a taxi, obviously it, sort of the one thing that, how mobile phones work, which is by tri triangulation, it knows where you are. Yeah. So if you're able to sort of overlay that to, on, on, onto a map to sort of say, okay, right, I want a taxi where I am now, it would find the nearest taxi firm for you, work it out, send them a text, and they would phone you. This obviously this is all pre-smartphone days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good idea. Everybody said that's a fantastic idea. Didn't do anything with it. No. <laughs> Didn't do anything with it. It, it actually, it actually ironically still works today. You know, it's an idea. Yeah. Uh, certainly in third world countries and that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, where if you want to search, if you, certainly if you're in a strange town, you know, where it can go and effectively search a database for you, you know, sort of by paying a, I don't know, a 50p or a one pound text fee, it will give you, give you information before you had smartphones. Yeah. Uh, didn't do it. So that's another idea I didn't do. And then the third idea, like say, came along with this defense idea about 10, 12 years later, which was in 1990. Sorry, 20, 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. Okay. Which is when I had the idea. I went, this is the one, this is the one that I'm going to do. Brilliant. I'm going to do Brilliant. it, you know, and that's what I've done. You know? I love it. I love it. So you, you were quite cheesed off with other people doing your brilliant ideas and making a fortune out of it. And you just thought, right, this is the one I'm finally going to do. Yeah. And it felt right, which is great. So when did you establish the company? Uh, the company was established in 2017, okay. um, but we did a lot of work beforehand. Um, I mean, being like, like as, as I've already referred to there, I, I am an accountant by trade. Um, so I looked at it and went, right, okay, this is a really good idea. Mm. Um, the thing with good ideas is, is that I could sort of invent this and go out to the market and try and sell something. But and somebody can, if it's that good an idea, somebody will just copy it. Yeah, okay? it's true. Okay, so I went, okay, before doing anything else, I'm going to find out if I can get a patent on this, you know, and give myself some protection. You know, so yeah. being an accountant, naturally quite defensive in my, the way I view the world, yeah. uh, in many respects, that, that's what I'm trained to do, you know, so I went out, uh, luckily sort of had a little bit of money because sort, sort of the job I do, uh, got a bit sort of, we did the initial sort of ideas behind the, uh, how we're going to do this thing, how it's going to work. Went and got a patent attorney and said, okay, before I do anything else, sort of, I'm going to pay you a fee to go out, search all the various patent databases around the world, come back and tell me if anything like this exists. Which they did, went away, sort of did all, all the searches, came back and said, no, there's, sort of came back with a lot of things that were similar, say similar, had mm -hmm. essences of what we did, but nothing, okay. but, so, but I said, okay, in your professional opinion, um, can we get a patent on this? 
came back and said, yes, can't see a problem with it whatsoever. So Great. that's what we did. We filed our first patent, paperwork in 2017, uh, which gave us time to sort of do some work and find manufacturers and do all this, do all the work behind it. Uh, and that gave you, it just gave me a little bit of assurance that, you know, if I'm going to do this, I've sort of, I've got something that's worth something, you know. That's superb. That's absolutely superb. Good. So pretty unique. You yep. patented it, you protected it, which is the smart way of doing things. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and from the look of the, the buildings, are they, are they meant to be temporary buildings? Can they be permanent buildings? The beauty is they can be both. Ah. Uh, that's the beauty, sort of, um, because I mean, they are naturally waterproof anyhow. Okay. Uh, once you put a, a, a waterproof covering on, on, on the roof, because um, I mean, basically, if, any, if anybody does want to watch the video, then sort of, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll give links later. Um, is you can sort of build it, put it down, build it, put it down, extend it, make it smaller, make it bigger, do whatever you want with it. And the idea is, is to have a look at it, you know, which 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 is is if you like the disruptive bit and saying, okay, you know, we all live in these brick buildings, and you know, unless we sort of build an extension on it. You know, so sort of we don't we don't make our houses smaller, do we? We make our we make our houses bigger. Yeah, you know, we true. extend upwards or we extend outwards, that sort of thing. You know, well, why not? You know, sort of the real the real clever bit in any any house really is that the real the, the real part of value sort of apart from the bricks and mortar is the land it sits on. So true. you know, why do people have to be moving house if they want to upsize or downsize? Why not get the land, and then they love the house, but sort of they're getting a bit older now. So why not? Have a situation where you can have a, you know, a, a, a house with two two stories. What about when you're a, bit, a little bit older? Just, just take take the roof off, sell, sell, literally sell sell the top floors of your house because because you, you, you can dismantle it and you can sell it because it's 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 fully reusable. Brilliant. And then just have a, just have a small house. That's fantastic. I love that idea. I love. So you're a relatively new business. Sorry, my dog's just woken up. <laughs> That's the joy of working from home. Indeed, yes. Uh, where where are you taking it? Where's you know who who are you who are you going to market it to? Right. You see your early markets. Yes. Yeah, so we see our early markets, and this is obviously sort of we, obviously here we are in the third lockdown of yeah. uh, sort of and 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 I suspect. You know, with the greatest you know, sort of efforts of, of, of the world to, to solve solve COVID, I think uh, you know, sort of these sort of incidences are only going to increase rather than decrease. Yeah. Um, along with the fact that people want to work from home a lot more than they than they did, and, and this has opened up you know like sort of the fact that people go, hang on, why am I travelling to work five days a week? Uh, along with you know sort of environmental factors, there's a number of things in play here. So our first market is going to be um, home offices. Perfect. You know, yeah. small home offices um, because sort of, sort of we're able to sort of put electric in there, heating in there, everything else. Have the thing built within a day, right. uh, so it's minimum disruption. So it, it so you've then got that halfway, literally a halfway house between with your home and the office, you know, so, because as, as you've just, just, just proven there with the dog, you know, sort of kids walk into rooms, yeah. of, uh, sort of sort of kids, kids come out for paper, this sort of thing. It's difficult to do things from home, especially when you have a, probably a younger family and a smaller house where you have to work from the kitchen table. Yeah, it's true, it's true. That's brilliant. So you can put these things up in a day 
Yep. Uh, they look quite cosy and warm. Obviously, yeah. the recycled plastic sort of comes in white. Can you make it look pretty on the outside? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, what we do is uh, it comes in white. It, 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 it actually comes in any colour you want. Oh, uh, right. It just happened to be that the when we when we got that recycled material, that was all packing cases that had been crushed down. Um, but a lot of the stuff that we use is um, things like parts of cars, um, garden pots, uh, old CD cases. Um, so we, because, because we use polystyrene, um, polystyrene and everything's like, like like kitchen utensils, um, throwaway styrofoam. Yeah. It comes in all sorts of colours. So our, our, our thoughts was, were always, well, we can have one, because of how it builds together, and you have two, effectively two sides of it, the inside would be white, but the outside would be any colour you want, really. You know, Brilliant. So you can, so can dye it any colour, or you can put decals on it. Sort of, uh, so you can literally have, like, a, a large mural on the outside of your, oh, your building. Oh, wow. You know? so, so, the, so the idea would be is, is that you would have, you might have your, your home office, yeah. Uh, and the inside is white. It's got your, your normal plug sockets and your, and your radiator and everything else. It just like, looks like a normal white room. But the outside is literally Rebecca's home studio. Cool. With decal on it. You know, so, it, it might, so, this, so this, this, this building might be the same size for everybody that we sell it to, or, or only a, a finite number of sizes. But it's absolutely personalized to you but by what's on the outside of it. And it's a bit like sort of uh, a bit like having a house, you know, sort of, you know, sort of you get the house and it's a shell and you a series of white or magnolia walls and you, and you paint those walls or you um, wallpaper those walls to make them suit your personal taste and, and the way you live your life, you know. Well, if you can do that to the outside of the building and make that completely personalised to yeah. you. How um, lovely. Yeah. It's, I mean, this could solve huge numbers of problems because as you say you're recycling lots of materials yeah so that ticks a huge box are they are you recycling and manufacturing in the uk or do you have to do that overseas no so we manufacture in the uk um the actual process that we use to manufacture is called extrusion it's the same sort of print it's because because it's basically an, it's, it's an l-shape that we make uh -huh. in, in basic basic terms uh, it's the same principle that they used to make drain pipes, to make um, plastic uh, UPC doors, that sort of thing, you know. Right. It, it just comes in a long, long strips that you cut to whatever length you want. Um, most, of that money, most of that's done in China, which sort of, because uh, it's, it, it's quite a, um, a very straightforward manufacturing process. Mm -hmm. So we struggled really, really hard because we didn't want to make it in China. We wanted to make it in the UK. Yeah. Uh, so we had... The, the longest delay we've had on the, on the whole project is finding somebody in the UK who can make it for us. Right. Uh, it took us about about nine months to find somebody who could do it. Goodness. And we finally found a company in, in Worcester, of all places. Right. So it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a few miles away from, from where I, I live in the northeast of England. Uh, but we sort of found this company, uh, said, said, look, we want to make large-scale extrusion. Uh, they're one of only two companies in the whole of the UK who could do it for us anyhow. Right. Uh, um, I'll, I'll give them a little, a little plug here. It's a company called Ram Extrusion. Um, and we went to visit them and said, said okay, so we need, we need you to sign a non-disclosure agreement and to show what we're doing, because obviously we're sort of only so far on the journey with the, with the patents at that point in time. Yeah. Turned up and said, okay, it's the end of the year. They 
played my little video because we had we, we, at that point in time we had a video of like, like a, an animation showing the parts and how they went together. Um, and they looked at it and went, "That's fantastic." Uh, we've been trying to sort of build out of out of polystyrene for uh, the last ten years, and you've just done in one piece what takes us seventeen pieces to do. No way. Yeah. So so. It, when, when you say great minds think alike, yeah, that's that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that's brilliant. I love that. So you're manufacturing now, you're putting buildings up now. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So yes, we, we've, we've only put a couple up at the moment um, because uh, so obviously sort of COVID affected everything. Uh, we needed to sort of um, do some uh, testing, which is obviously, of, um, so we've, we've been working with the University of Coventry to make sure that it could sort of do what it's in the tin okay. uh, to make sure it was safe, that sort of thing, okay. which it is. It's, it's flew through the test with flying colours. Um, I mean, I mean, we thought it. We we always sort of thought it was quite strong. It might, it might take a ton weight before it it broke or anything. And it takes. We found that it takes five and a half tons in weight. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's That's uh, incredibly strong. Yeah, it's very very strong. It's just, you know it's it's as strong as. Um, like thermalite blocks, basically. It's it's wow. just, it's really yeah. There's lots of it's ticking all these boxes, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So and so so that's so but sort of with COVID and everything else, we couldn't really rule out our whole um, program. And then I, I think I can sort of say a little bit now, but uh, we uh, filmed for a very famous um, television program, business investment program, okay. which will air at some point in the spring this year. Uh, and that sort of having filmed for that, what, what we wanted to do was, was hold back the launch of the pro of the, of the product into the market, okay, fully until um, we we had that, that the backing of that program along with um, not being able to really launch properly with COVID anyhow. You see, yeah, um, yeah. So we said, okay, this 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 thing is best to be launched anyhow in the spring and summer. Yes. Let's, Wait till the spring and summer and, and, and do all, get, get all our ducks in a row prior yeah. to that, really. Yeah, no, that, that's fine. So you need to really wait for the outcome of that program before Correct, you yeah. decide what you're going to do next. That makes sense. And the spring and summer makes sense as well. And also there's nothing worse in terms of general business of launching before you're ready and, and you don't want to disappoint people because I think there will be some excitement about this, some yeah. anticipation about this and you want to make sure that you can deliver, definitely. Yeah. Um, I interviewed a guy from Power Sheds actually, they do garden sheds. Yeah, I've heard of them, yes. Um, and he was saying they had to switch off their ordering through certain distribution channels because they couldn't fulfill the orders in the way they want them to. And I think that's smart for any business just to go, right, actually, we can't do any more work. Let's just consolidate on what we've got. So exactly, yeah. that, that yeah. makes sense. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I mean we're, we're sort of envisaging this as we move along where, um, because, you know, sort of, we can manufacture it sort of, and we can get out probably about four, four buildings a day out of the, the factory so we can scale up quite quickly um our our if you like sort of problem coming down the road is being able to sort of actually put the buildings up and having teams to put it up yeah yeah, yeah. which is good it's a nice problem to have which is why sort of we're looking at um possibly a franchise type partnering arrangement yeah. you know where because it's a bit crazy if we're manufacturing in Worcester and the customer is in Cornwall yeah after sending a team from the northeast down to Cornwall 
to put a building up to then go back to the northeast to have to have a, a team in, the, in, in Cornwall for, for sake of argument. Uh, and the best way for that to work really is to have either partners or sort of a, a franchise type arrangement where the building leaves the factory in Worcester, it's freighted down there to the customer site, put into place, it's built by the, the team down there in a day and then sort of so, so, so it can be like a um a franchise type arrangement yeah yeah. Exactly that, yeah absolutely i can highly recommend a franchise organization called platinum wave all right absolutely. they're very good at helping people set up those kind of networks susie mccafferty you can highly recommend her yeah, I'll, I'll get the number off the podcast That's yeah do definitely yeah, you're right, because, you know, Cornwall, Worcester, Inverness, Wick, you don't yeah. want to have people running all over the, the countryside. And, yeah, local contractors is probably the best way to go, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sort of certified by you, recommended by you. Yes, yeah. so, so people, people who know they can do the job. I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing that sort of sells to somebody, to, to a householder themselves and build themselves, and they could do it. Yeah. Probably, probably with the exception of the, of the electrics, you know. Yeah, 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 no, so fair sort of doing that, um, but sort of to, to really work out on a, on, a, on a business to business basis, yeah. uh, it works, probably works better sort of really for, um, you know, sort of uh, a, a skilled, I say a skilled man to do it, in reality, so anybody can build with it. Yeah. But, but there are elements, for example, sort of putting in electrics, which are, you know, sort of, the beyond DIY, really, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What's the big vision, Gary? Then, where the, this is, so we're we're getting it. It's great that we're doing this podcast kind of right at the cusp of you launching. Yeah. So, what what's the big vision for the, the big vision? vision. Uh, mm. If you want the real big big vision, it's to yeah. sort of change the way we build. Absolutely, to change sort of, and not just in the UK. Right. Um, I mean, if anything, in the UK, we're quite quite traditional. Uh, I, I, won't, I won't say backward, but we are quite traditional. We, are a bit, we, like, yeah, we, are we like things in brick, whereas um, the nature of the product is such that, you know, so sort of what we've done really is de-skill the building process, yeah. you know, or, the, or the construction process, should I sort of say. Um, so we see this really more of a, of a worldwide type product, and it could be sort of anything that requires a, really a wall. I mean, so we, we, we build flood defences out of this. We build dog kennels out of this. We build furniture out of this. Um, so, but the, but the ultimate the ultimate aim really is to be sort of building um, full houses out of it. Uh, now that could be full houses in the UK, that could be full houses in sub, sub-Saharan Africa. It could be anywhere, you know. So, because if you think about it logically, um, you know, so we we could, sort of, as, as as a human species, we always construct with the raw materials that we have there. So, if you live in the middle of Canada, you're building wood. It's if you live in the UK, you're building in brick because it's because we have lots of clay. Um, if you sort of you use straw, you but but plastic uh, is everywhere. It's Ironically, it's a waste material everywhere on the planet. Yeah. You know, so use the waste material to build something useful, and that's got that's got a technically speaking a, a, a thousand year lifespan. Absolutely, it really it's, has. Yeah. You know. God, that's amazing. Right, okay, if your business was a person, how would you describe its character, Gary? How its character? Mm. Um, it's like the infant Hercules. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. It's, 
it's, I mean, that's, I, I, should, I should caveat that, that's a phrase that was used, I mean, I mean I'm from the northeast of England, but yeah. near a place called Middlesbrough, and that's how Middlesbrough was described by, I think it was William Gladstone back in the 1850s, somewhere around there, you know, right. so got a lot of potential, uh, great, it's a, it's a good idea, it's, a, it's an idea that's got strength, uh, but it's going to need a lot of nurturing, uh, a lot of, uh, it's, it's, it's character is, I'm waiting to explode. I'm waiting yeah. to grow. I'm waiting, to, you know. But at the same time, you've got to curb a little bit of enthusiasm and try and direct it a little bit and and, and channel that, channel those thoughts. Which is why we're going for home offices first. And then we'll move on to sort of garden uh, buildings. Then we'll do things such as uh, humanitarian shelters, Brilliant. which which fits in with our ethos of what we want to sort of do with regards to helping the planet and giving something back. Yeah. Uh, and trying to literally sort of fit into lots of lots of categories really. Brilliant, I love it. Yeah, you, you're right. So many discussions I've had on this podcast is about focusing on one niche first, yeah. get that right, and then do the next one, do the next one, do the next one. Yeah, so absolutely right. And that's part of the reason why we said, okay, home offices and garden, outdoor buildings yeah. type thing or garden furniture type thing, because there's a, there's a huge need for it. Yeah, massive right now. Massive need that's, that's come along right now. Um, and the beauty is it's the sort of thing which we can market to um, the end homeowner or landlord or yeah. that sort of thing. But we can also market to, 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 to companies themselves because sort of, sort of, you've got a lot of companies now who are looking at it and going, oh, hang on. Sort of our guys can work from home two or three days a week quite happily i can keep in contact with them they can do the work perfectly well you know and only have them come in two days a week well why are we sort of paying for, for offices for these people exactly. five days a week you know and sort of so if you manage to the company and sort of say look you know sort of chances are you'll keep you'll retain more staff you'll have a happier workforce you'll have a, a lesser it'll save you money in the long run anyhow because you're not paying for desks for yeah. you know sort of more people than you need, you know. So, so there's, there's a financial argument to sort of say, look, sort of put these, sort of buy it on behalf of the employee, put it in their garden. And if the employee happens to leave, well, just take it out and put it in somebody else's garden. I mean, that's the beauty of it. You can then take it down and reuse it. That's the beauty of it. Definitely. Yeah. Reu reusable and then bigger or smaller, that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and tackle it that sort of way, you know, sort of, because the sort of, we've always sort of said, sort of, you know, Buildings in the UK are permanent things. Buildings tend to be permanent. If you build it in brick, if you build it in wood, it tends, you don't tend to reuse it. You know, you don't see reusable buildings. You know, you that's what we do. We make reusable modular buildings. Superb. I, I love it. I love it. Gary, I, we've come to the end of our time. Um, yeah. Fascinating. I can see why you won the Disruptor Award for the Northeast, definitely. Um, well done and uh, I look forward to hearing about what happens in the future keep me posted won't you will do will do that, that, that's great Rebecca Thank, thanks for your time anyhow thank you so much
Thank you for listening to our Entrepreneurial Journey podcast. You can find us at tricrest.com and you can find Feel My Business there too. Answer the 12 questions in less than 60 seconds and find out exactly what's happening in your business and then even better, learn how to fix it. Did you know you can access our Tricrest partners through Feel My Business too? Just upgrade your subscription and you can get access to them in a group coaching session once a month or even one-to-one. Enjoy.